Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Be Now. This is the show where nothing needs to happen because the present moment is enough. So here we are empty. I'm sitting down with Mayan Levy. Yes, hello. And thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> How are you living? Um, good, good. <laughs> um, no complaints, I guess. Loving the weather. It's so cool and have really nice smell in the air. Mm. I really, really like it. Mm. And so, yeah, what are you smelling? What's in the air? <laughs> uh, uh, I would say uh, the, the atmosphere, a little bit of pollution. Uh, no, but really, it's, uh, I guess, the ground. I don't know, but there is really nice air. And yeah, also, the rain, yeah. Yeah, mm. brings new fragrance. It's mm. different from the summer one. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Like the earth is like, like the B.O. of a... <laughs> Rejuvenating or something, yeah. <laughs> Getting some moisturizer after a dry, the dryness of the summer. Mm. Although it's not that dry here, but yeah. Speaking of which, uh, so we have some chats, we've had some chats together, and one of the metaphors that you've used, like, you know, life can be tough sometimes, and you use the metaphor of storm. When the storm comes through, uh, you kind of weather the storm, and um, it's only through the storm of the rain where the rainbow can come, or the, the fragrance can come, right? Yeah, yeah, I, it's something that I was just thinking about it also this week, um we have to have the the storm it's like part of it's a vital part of of life uh and without a storm you cannot get the rainbow um and somehow we kind of label it as a bad thing but maybe it's not that bad mm. maybe it's actually very good because it brings um a vital life energy that is much needed mm. Yeah. Especially in these times, right? It seems like, um, yeah, we can use a lot of that positivity when things don't go as we like. Because, you know, things aren't always going to go to my favor. It's just, that's not, that's not reality. Right? Most of the time, mm, it doesn't go <laughs> to our favor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I can say that I've been through... Uh, some hard times, especially in the last few years, and this metaphor of the the, re the storm and the rainbow actually kept me going. Uh, it mm. was something that I really used a lot, and every time it got really dark, I was saying like, okay, this is the storm, but mm. in the end, it's a part of. If you want the rainbow, oh, go through uh, go through the storm. You know, it will be okay. Mm. Uh, it's just some light and sound. Mm. <laughs> Nothing there is really real. Right, right, right. It's how you see it it's as all well. Temporary, yeah. And also how we call it. We learn. We kind of programmed to see it as a scary thing. Uh, just as with the talk, we talked, the drawing we talked about. Um, so it's just in our program. But if we change the program and see it as a good thing maybe we'll not be as scared when the dark comes or when the things that we that happen not as we want to comes basically mm. yes 100 percent. because attitude mindset that's 100 percent controllable exactly right? it's something you can train yourself 
Yeah. Same as you train your body to be stronger, so you can lift heavier stuff, or you can be more flexible. Uh, you can train the mind. Mm -hmm. Empowering. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, so you started a woman in business. Yes. Talk to us about that. Um, how did it start and how's it evolved since? Okay, so it started actually. Um, so when I was here uh, opening my company uh, in the beginning of 2014 or end of 2014 actually, uh, I was pretty much by myself. Uh, the only people I knew around me was guy were guys that doing your business and um, everything every time I needed some help or guidance, basically I came to them. Um, and I think after two years, I was very lucky to meet uh, to meet a friend and a fort like uh, I was very happy because we were actually very like-minded. Uh, we had very similar way of looking at the world. So we connected very fast and that was kind of uh, an idea that she had actually. She was saying, because we both talking about it, I said it's uh, such a, a new thing um, to have somebody that I can talk to. And we women, we like to share information, we like to talk, we like to process. And it's something that I don't get with men. If I talk to them about my emotion or my fear, I, I get this tendency of like, you're such a woman and then I'm not fitting in. Mm. Uh, so it's a very different type of conversation, which mm. I had to learn. But in the end, my true self is a woman. <laughs> I cannot really change that. Uh, after a few years, I realized that I don't want to change that. Mm. So anyway, yeah, this is how it started with the understanding that we as women, we need a place where we can talk and it will be okay. And uh, why not to share resources with each other? And also, uh, and the reason I keep, I keep this after she left, because in the end she left, uh, but the reason I kept it going in my mind and understand, and understand that it's something that needs to happen, or at least I wanted it to happen, it's because we are not in a competition. And I think uh, from a young age, women are being taught that we are in a competition. If it's for the attention of men mm. or for places of work, I think in general humanity, we kind of been learned that we are in a competition for something. We have the most money or we have the best body or have the best job or the best car. So it's all about that. Um, so we're not in competition and we need to work together and we need because it's kind of like a tribe. If I have a skill, I know how to light the fire, mm. you know how to fish. If I will share with you my skill and you will share with me my skill, then we all can grow together. Mm. And that's the aim. And women in business, for me, it's uh, a platform where we can share information with a lot of generosity and by, with the truth, like with the deep belief that together we can grow and that will be the best way of growing. Mm -hmm. Growing together, yeah, yeah. sharing resources. Um, you know, I had, a, it's interesting, you talked about the emotions, like the emotional aspects and and I was having this conversation with uh, my friend who's a guy, and he was talking about the same thing. Is like, you know, us expats being in China, like, um, you know, so much of the conversations we have in the business world, it's like uh, pitching an idea, like um, showboating, you know, putting yourself on display on how successful you are, you know? And we were talking about, like, yeah, there should be a place where people can just show up and, like, 
share your struggle, share your soul. If I'm coming from a deeper place than just the surface level, oh, look what I'm doing. Um, I completely agree. I think that will be the most, um, like the, the best way to grow. If, if you can have a place where you can process uh, it's much much needed mm. and for me at least it's the aim of women in business but in the end it's a process because we 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 humans we are not really used to the sharing it's not so much in our culture especially I think here uh, in China so it's kind of like relatively new thing mm. uh, let's talk about our problems mm. let's share our struggle it's like uh, when somebody uh, become a parent, everybody expect him to say, "Ah, oh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me." Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it's the one of the most challenging <laughs> thing that ever happened to you. There is right. a big difference. Yeah. Okay, if, let's talk about it. All good. I can right. show. I can share how I handle this struggle. Because in the end, we handle the same struggles, just different names, different situations. It's the same. Mm-hmm. The rain in. Let's say it like that. The rain in Africa and the rain in Chengdu and the rain in America, in the end of the day, it's the same rain. Mm. It's the same th- thunderstorms. Right. Maybe... We all experience the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can learn from each other. Yeah. You know, and in this conversation, I feel like vulnerability is a huge thing that people have trouble with. Like, um, instead of assuming that, like, I have all the answers, it's much harder for me to be like, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think um, talking about gender, I think from my experience only, um, I found it. I found that it's harder for guys to admit uh, and say like I don't know anything or I don't know enough. And every time I bring the topic of spirituality, men and women, I guess, but I get. But it's not scientifically proven. <laughs> And then, but yeah, but science only proves very, very little, like saying and rely on science to determine everything that, like you're understanding. It's mm. very narrow. It's very limited. Like, it's always changing. Yeah, It's always changing. And it's just tiny, tiny part of what we know. And actually being saying, I don't know. And I think it requires a lot of courage. Mm. And yeah when you're not like saying I'm vulnerable saying I don't know it's require a lot of courage mm. yeah how we hold our uncertainty um, there's a Indian spiritual teacher Osho you mm. might know him yeah yeah he has a I love his definition of courage which is it's a love affair with the unknown <laughs> I like it yeah yeah it's it's exactly that because I can say from my experience that uh, when I get stressed, and uh, I guess the last time I got really stressed, um, I, I kind of try to understand why, and then I realized that in the end it's because I don't know what's going to happen, what's going to happen with my life, how I'm going to financially support myself. I had a lot of different thoughts going on at the same time. And then I realized that uh, it's all about being right here right now Hmm. and if i'm here right here right now i don't need to think about those stuff and then i realize it's all about surrendering for Hmm. the moment and yeah because if i'm obsessing about planning and how to solve problems i'm not i'm 
I'm trying to basically fill the gap of the unknown mm. and that creates stress mm. and that stress right, creates that, depression and right. that effort yeah right hmm. to f- effort of forcing instead of allowing maybe yeah yeah, yeah. exactly that and just surrender say mm. like you know what you don't know how it's going to happen but trust and be brave enough to live the present moment what exactly how does it feel every step you're walking it, it happened to me one day after coming back from a yoga class and I was just remembering the cross road where I've been like in front of one Fujin going to my house and I, I really understand I, I really remember this moment that I was like huh I need to trust the moment hmm. I need to I'm not present and and then I realize it takes a lot of courage to surrender and it's exactly what it says just having this love affair with the unknown mm. it's really challenging mm. yeah hmm. so what helps you in that staying what helps you stay present um, it's it's training I guess um, so you're a yoga teacher yes I and am. so that, that helps you yeah very much uh, yoga is an amazing tool uh, meditation also amazing tool um, I really like headspace and headspace I l- allow them to send me notifications so they send me notification five times a day mm-hmm. and I feel it always comes at the moment that I need it and so I kind of try also their practice uh, so it's like when I walk and I feel that I lost it okay how does it feel my contact of the feet with the floor mm-hmm. or the basic and the hardest is just breathe <laughs> like I'm stressed I feel my head is already caught up and I uh, and then I'm like where wait where are you breathe and then this letting go this surrendering of okay just breathe stop mm, this right, breathe right. it's really hard just being a breathing body for a moment yeah. yeah connect with your breath allow yourself just three breaths it's so hard uh, so this is one way uh yeah and i guess those this is what i do hmm. breathing <laughs> yeah a lot of breathing <laughs> yeah and it's an automatic thing right it's like like life is always working for us we have this amazing nervous system that's brought us through thousands of years of evolution and once we become conscious of it it actually starts, starts to reprogram the brain it is and it's amazing and the change, sense, see the change, it's a very subtle one, but when you start seeing it, it's, it's like, oh, I can see it, for example, let's say if I get somebody send me a message and, and, and this message kind of create anger in me, uh, touches my point, uh, I, and before I could like just, you know, reply automatically like, what do you think you're doing? And uh, now I feel like I created more space saying like, okay, like, I still have this instinct of answering, but then I'm like, no, breathe. <laughs> and then I let the phone down, I close it out, I put it in my bag, like, give it a moment. And, and mm. seeing the change in my reaction to situation, that is, huge. that is, it's huge. Taking a break. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, uh, I, I was looking for the word we talked about before, but it's very empowering. Mm. Because you see, like, oh my God, I, I did a, ch- I, 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 I created a change. Mm-hmm. Small but wow, huge. Yeah. yeah, and over time, those changes add up, and you just 
retrain. Yeah. But it's a very daily effort, and even if mm. it's like the smallest thing every day. Right. That no one else sees. No. Nobody even cares about but you. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, also, we don't care about. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I told you I, I have this uh, habit of writing in each end of day uh, a, a good thing that I saw today. So mainly it's referred to the good things in me. Mm. So for example, today I showed a little bit compassion or patient, mainly patient or towards this, this specific situation or towards myself. Um, so this is where I kind of trying to keep track of the smallest subtle changes through the day mm. because they are very important. I read in a book uh, according to Judaism actually, so uh, one of the biggest rabbis says that uh, a carrot of diamond is not equal to four kilos of stone. And the stone is kind of, is, the, is our negative emotion and the negative things we do through the day. So in the end of the day, when you're like, okay, what did I just did today that uh, is a good thing? What is the good thing that I sh saw in myself today? So he explains when you come to do it, automatically, because this is how we program, you will think of all the bad stuff you did. So yeah, maybe I had a little bit of compassion towards this guy in the elevator and I let him go in before me. It can be very small, but then I did all this other like bad stuff. I was angry at my mom, I uh, angry at my friends, I kind of said to somebody like I talked to him badly or... But then he said this carrot obviously uh, worth much more than the four kilos of the stones, mm -hmm. right? So you need to take that care mm -hmm. and you need to make sure you see it and you Preserve make it bigger, it. Mm -hmm. exactly, you make it bigger. So this is a, a good tool that I'm trying to imp implement, that to do in my life. Focus on the good. Yeah. yeah. It's important. It's, uh, according to Judaism, actually, it's, uh, it's the, the beginning. It's the most important thing. It's discover your good point. Mm. So yeah, you, you're kind of a student of different um, spiritual or wisdom traditions. Yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I I it, it I didn't aim there. Um, I was in India last year, and I did a Buddhism course, and I did a yoga course, which is all about Hinduism, and and yoga by itself is a religion, kind of like a religion with their own way of life. Religion is basically the way I see it is a way of life. It's mm. choosing which kind of way of life you want. You want a Christian way of life, you want a Jewish way of life, you want a Buddhist way of life, you want a Hindu way of life, you want a yogi way of life. So you're a religious person? Um, depends how you describe it. Right. It's so your way of life? So I'm trying to, I would call it, uh, I, ch I try to choose a positive way of life. So for example, I think, in my opinion, it's not even my opinion. Like my body doesn't react so well for like drinking alcohol at the moment. So for me, I took it out of my of my life. Um, so when you, the way to connect with your intuition, you could say you connect with your body. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's the key. That's mm -hmm. the way. Uh, and yoga shows you the way to do it. Like the practice yoga. Uh, this is the the yogi. This is what the yoga um, way of life teaching you. To be co you start from being connected to your body, learn the mm. connection with your body. 
Uh, it's all about the connection of body, mind, and soul. And yeah. the way to start it is through your body. The body is the key. The body is the most important thing. Gateway. Yeah. And from understanding that, taking care of my body, uh, doing exercise, eating well, uh, keep like a, a, a good diet. Um, so I would say, in a way, you can see it as a religious way of life, but I just see it as a positive way of life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, speaking of that... Um, I'm interested yeah, in, in the mystic traditions of, of the different religions, you know? Um, and like you said, like people tend to compete with their ideologies, which is really silly. Um, but I think that the most pure sense, uh, we're all connected and we're all trying to do good, right? And um, yeah, and I was talking with Jen about, uh, about like, like, you know, the wisdom traditions is about transcending the body. Right and and sort of transcending the suffering in a way, or unavoidable, you know, avoidable suffering. I was asked talking with Jen and uh, and 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 because we're going to do an ex experience together next weekend. And mindfulness is about staying in the present moment, feeling, inhabiting the body, the whole, really being beside yourself, right? And so we had. I was, I was curious, like how to juxtapose, you know, being the body and going beyond the body. And she put it really well. She's like, yeah, the, the like, kind of like the way she says it. It's like, you just, it's kind of like gateway. Like, you just like, you just like go through the gate. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, the body's the gate. Body is, is the most important thing we had is, is our home. It's the home of the soul. Uh, and if you want to learn and connect to your soul, you first need to go into the house of the soul, you know? It's mm -hmm. like, I want to see you. I need to come and enter your home, right? Otherwise, our connection... Our communication will not be as good if I will stand outside the door. Mm. Uh, and be okay with the unknown. Yeah. Because the body is, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a field of irrational forces. Like, hmm. it's not something we can figure out with the ego, small mind. My therapist, like my teacher, taught me that our bodies are campus. Uh, so if you learn how to listen, like if you, you asked me before how the drop if she needs a map, if she falls into the ocean, right? So basically our oh, body... Yeah. So does a drop in the ocean need a map to get home? <laughs> that was our question, yeah. Okay, so referring to this, our body is our map to go home. Mm. So, and, and, and our body, if we learn how to listen to it and read the signs, he will tell us what we need to do what we need to go through, what we need to heal in the, in the end. That is how I see it, because it's all about healing. Um, to realize you are the ocean. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Acceptance, the journey of acceptance. Yes, acceptance, surrender. I think, I think more than acceptance is a journey of surrender. Because it's easy to accept something, but to really accept something, you need to surrender. And that is the hard I give thing. up. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not. Actually, I, I was just reading about it. It's not about giving up. In Western society, we see surrender as giving up, as I'm not it's doing anything. It's a defeatist attitude, right? Yeah, but it's not. It's actually, there is a lot of power behind surrendering. Surrendering is saying, I'm not afraid. Mm. I have a lot of courage. Mm. And I'm just be. Mm. Yeah, I'm selfless. This moment is sufficient. Yeah. Well, thank you for sitting down with me. Pleasure. This was fun. Hmm. Uh, any final thoughts? Final um, remarks? 
No. Um, not really, I guess. Um, it's a time of, of uh, healing. I feel today especially. I've, uh, I got different phone calls, different messages about people that are not feeling as well today. So I feel it's like uh, it's, it's, a, it's a healing time maybe, or maybe a healing day, I guess. Time, I don't know. But So I send light and love and healing to everybody who listen and just everybody, all beings. That's awesome. Yeah. Healing on the wheel of life. Yes. <laughs>